Welcome to the Retail Ramble podcast, brought to you by Essential Retail, the independent voice in retail technology. This podcast is brought to you by Clavio, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for email and SMS messaging. Whether you're launching an e-commerce business or taking your brand to the next level, Clavio gives you the tools to get growing faster. And that's why it's trusted by over 38,000 e-commerce brands. Build your contact list, send emails that pop, and create marketing moments that build valuable customer relationships over any distance. Get started for free today. Visit clavio.com ramble to create your free account. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com forward slash ramble. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Retail Ramble podcast. I'm Caroline Baldwin. I'm the editor of Essential Retail and your host today. With me, I have Beth Horn. She's the head of industry, uh, retail and e-commerce at Facebook. Um, Beth, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm super excited to have a chat a little bit about Christmas of all things. How are you doing? I'm well, thanks. How are you doing? I'm good. We're about to go into a heat wave um, in September, so it's completely appropriate that we talk about, um, you know, snow and tours and all those kinds of things. Yes, I'm ready to break out all of my woolens. <laughs> I was almost there last week, and now this um, this extra weather that's coming our way is going to set me back a little bit. I think. But, um, I'm joking about that. Retailers obviously thinking about Christmas a lot earlier than we're talking about it right yes. now. Um, but before we get into the nitty gritty. Tell our audience a little bit about what you do at Facebook. Uh, Fantastic. So I have the wonderful pleasure and honor of getting to work with some of the largest uh, brick and mortar retailers and pure play e-commerce companies here in the UK. Um, And that's whether they are operating just here or operating globally. And so it means that I have really the opportunity to be a bit of a consultant across the industry, to get exposed to new trends and to see how we can help. Um, and really to look at how various portions of the Facebook family of apps and services, whether that's Facebook, Instagram, Messenger, WhatsApp, um, looking ahead towards the worlds of AR and VR, how we can help uh, our retail and e-commerce partners to ultimately achieve their business goals. So whether that's driving foot traffic to stores, when we can go to stores, I love a store, I miss stores, Uh, whether that's, oh goodness, it's it's been a rough year, Uh, whether that's traffic online, new customer acquisition, building brands, launching products, it's all of the various things that make up life as a retail marketer, Um, and I get to help, so it's it's a real joy to get to do, I've been at Facebook for just about a decade now, uh, but I'm a lifetime, lifelong uh, retailer. I started my career at Macy's.com more years ago than I'd care to admit. So um, it's in my blood, that is for sure. Fantastic. And 10 years at Facebook, you must have seen the company change quite a bit in that time. Yeah, we've been, you know, nine or 10 different companies over the <laughs> nine or 10 years <laughs> that I've been here. But I think what's been most exciting to work on over that time has been the amount of change and mm-hmm. and how we have grown and matured as a business and the different products and solutions that we have built really in response to both our users and what they want as well as you know the needs of the partners and the communities that we serve so you know things like product tagging on Instagram 
that and being able to to shop from Instagram, that's been a, a request of the community since basically Instagram started. People were walking into shops and, you know, holding up their phones and saying, do you have this dress, please? I would like to buy it. And so, um, you know, we want to make sure that we are building the things that are right for our community um, and for people and, and for businesses as well. So it's been a really fun um, experience. You know, I didn't I didn't expect when I started in January 2011 that, you know, nearly 10 years later, I'd still be at the same place, but I wouldn't trade it for anything. It's just been an incredible, incredible education. Fantastic. So as um, you, you self-described yourself there um, during your introduction as a, as a consultant, almost looking at all the various different trends, um, must have been an interesting year for you then. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This was not what any of us were predicting uh, no. <laughs> or hoping for, goodness gracious. But I think what's been most interesting to me, I've got to look for interesting, otherwise it's just a bit of doom and gloom, but um, choosing to look for opportunity and for silver linings in in the times that we've walked through. I think we've seen about five years of acceleration and growth in five or six months. And so whether that's on the consumer side of how people are discovering new brands, discovering new products, being more open to trying new things, because we aren't shopping the way we used to. You know, we're not going out to the retail park or wandering up and down Oxford Street. God, I miss it. (laughs) Uh, To, you know, to pop in and out of shops. It's now a very directed experience when we're in the physical world. So the online one really has to rise to meet that new need. Uh, And I think that was something we were all sort of pointing at as you know, things that we anticipated really maturing in the next three to five years, but it's here. And, and so just looking at how, how those trends have accelerated and therefore what are the ways in which brands can show up slightly differently, be nimble, get comfortable with things being a bit gray. Um, I think that's been the, the fascinating part to watch over the last few months. And to be clear, I think the, the next few months as we come up towards Christmas are going to make, you know, the months that preceded look dull. <laughs> I think there's going to be quite a lot on and that nimbleness and fluidity and and getting comfortable with change I think is going to be more important now than ever. So when you say that um, the next few months are going to be quite exciting do you mean because retailers have kind of got used to um, operating in this new I hate to this the phrase the new normal but um, <laughs> we'll, we'll use it as we have to and um, they've got used to it it's not so much everyone's in panic mode um you know the uh, people have had it they've had a chance to put plans in place and they can be a bit more creative I, I think that's part of it and I think there's there's also something to thinking about planning differently mm-hmm. and I think that you know as I as I look over the last six months or so the the breakdown between you know which which brands have been successful and even thriving and the ones that are struggling, it really has been a tale of who can move nimbly and quickly and who can't. And, and I think that, that that oftentimes comes down to systems and silos and how information is shared internally, how P&Ls are set up internally. Is it unified? Is, is .com completely separate from your stores or are they together, right? So there's that ability to move with change and to rip up a plan or to have sort of a choose your own adventure of a few different options of paths to go down. That's really been what's helped to determine 
the brands that have been able to be successful in the last few months. Um, and I think, you know, if I, if I look at the U.S. market, um, by comparison, it's a little bit more down to essential versus non-essential categories. So if you are a grocer, if you are, you know, a pharmacy, if you are in cleaning, if you are in home, if you're in pets um, or pet care, those categories tend to be doing really well. And it's the more sort of discretionary things like fashion that have, that have had a harder time. But here, it really has been down to that ability to shift and to change and to sort of operate on the fly. So what are some of the kind of brand campaign types or the, the trends that you're seeing for Christmas or what, what, kind, what kind of advice maybe would you give a retailer that's looking towards Christmas right now and that's still looking to do maybe a last minute campaign? What's the kind of, where are the opportunities for them? Absolutely. Well, I think there's, there's a bunch of different consumer behaviors and insights that we've seen that I think are going to be really helpful for brands to think about as they're planning into this, this last mad dash as we get ready for Christmas. So I think, you know, first and foremost, we're seeing with lockdown and with um, the change in consumer behavior, we're seeing a lot of mobile growth happening from what it pains me to call the older generation because I'm talking about boomers and Gen X and I am in Gen X. So no, don't say I'm that. <laughs> a proud member of Gen X, but we're older than millennials. I'll have to own that. That's fine. Um, but what we've seen is that, that those two generations are spending more time making more transactions um, online and on mobile in particular. Um, but their behavior, behaviors are a little bit different. So we, we need to think about seamless shopping experiences. Is your site responsive um, on mobile. Some of the frustrations we hear are things like, how big is the text? How big is the font size on a mobile website? Is it easy to use? Does it load quickly? So thinking about making seamless shopping, that experience, whether you are having a full transaction happening on mobile, or if it is more a matter of researching online and then making the ultimate purchase in store or click and collect, you know, that, that sort of thing really thinking about pulling friction out of the process to make it as simple as possible for people to do what they want to do. Um, so I think that's one big thing to take advantage of. I think we're going to see a lot of self-gifting this year. Oh, I like uh, the sound of this. I mean, I, I'd love to say it would be a new behavior for me, but it would be a lie. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's definitely a behavior we've seen before. But I think what, what will be slightly augmented this year is that when we can't do so many of the things that we love to do in normal life, um, little presents um, to ourselves tend to be some things that we do. So, you know, there's the, the famous lipstick index, of, you know, when times are tough, lipstick sales go up because it's a little indulgence you can give yourself. I'm not sure if it'll be the lipstick index since our mouths will all be covered by masks. Very true. Um, I've been there know. on the tube with the lipstick for the first couple of weeks. It's not a good look when you take off your mask at the other end, trust me. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't work too well. So I don't know if it's the eyeliner effect. We'll eyes. There we go. Uh, but I think, you know, looking for those little indulgences for people, um, and, and those ways of making yourself feel a little bit warmer, cozier, um, you know, at this time of year. I know I'm definitely blazing a path towards every candle sale I can possibly uh, make right now. So I think that that self-gifting moment um, will be an important one to think about because it's, it's not going to be, you know, 
five for them, one for me. It's one for them, one for me. That's really um, interesting, especially as obviously we're well, we're in in a recession at the moment, and we're approaching potentially one of the deepest that we've had before, and everyone's worried about money and the fact that Christmas. You know, it's an expensive time. You've got to buy gifts for a lot of people. It's quite interesting to hear that. Um, you think that on top of that, people are still going to find a bit of cash to treat themselves. And I love how you're heading for the candles. For me, it's all about the really super soft joggers for me. I will tell you, I just got a really good pair of soft ones from J. Crew, so enjoy. Um, <laughs> but I think, I'm not saying that it's going to be, you know, massive big ticket items. This is not, mm. and here comes, you know, I'm going to buy myself a new stereo and television and home appliance and couch and wardrobe, right? It's, it's, there will be some, I think there's there's big ticket spending, which is a whole separate category, but I think for the self-gifting, they are going to be the little indulgences, mm-hmm. right? So, so thinking about what are the lower price point items that are going to make people just feel good mm. um, and and sort of bolster, bolster, bolster some spirits. Especially when, you know, we're, we're going into um, a new phase of COVID as we're approaching autumn. No one knows what Christmas is going to look like. No one knows if we're going to actually be able to hug our families at Christmas. So I can imagine that the nation will probably, and, and unless things um, change dramatically in the numbers, it's going to, um, it, we're going to all need a bit of cheering up. Exactly, exactly. So even something as that can seem as small as a warm, fuzzy pair of socks, think about mm-hmm. how good that feels, right? So like yeah. those those little indulgences, I think we're going to see a lot of that from the self-gifting perspective. So do you think it's, um, obviously, the um, uh, in China, you've got the festival in November, which is all about Singles Day. Do you think mm-hmm. it will be um, good, wise that brands start looking at that kind of idea and think, oh, you know, singles out there or just treat yourself and those those ideas? Do you think that's going to be quite prominent? I, I think that the timing, whether that fully aligns with Singles Day, which as a single person, I just, I love that there is a Singles Day. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> How much the day itself um, yeah. becomes a thing. I don't think that's, it's not come as far west as uh, I think we might have thought it would have a couple of years mm-hmm. ago, but we'll see. We'll see. I think it, it's a more, to me, it's a more evergreen trend rather than here is a day, a day mm. you know, where, where it's going to happen. I think. Um, you know, Amazon has done a really successful job out of making Prime Day into a thing. I think Black Friday is still a growing phenomenon within the UK, as opposed to, you know, what it is in the States, where I quite clearly, if you're listening to me, come from, <laughs> uh, where it is nearly a national holiday. So um, I think that we're still seeing Black Friday develop. And it'll be interesting to see, you know, how much of, of a thing uh, Singles Day is this year. But I think it, it's more about the overarching trend within the Christmas season of how people are going to look to take care of themselves. And I think, sorry, go ahead. It's a really good tip. I was just saying, saying it's a good bit of insight that I'm sure our listeners can use. Excellent. I think there's there's also something to how discovery is going to work uh, for this year that we just have to really think about. Uh, as retailers and the ways in which we introduce products um, and immerse people in our brands is going to have to shift a little bit. So we know that, you know, at Christmas time, people, we know from research that at Christmas time, people are more receptive to new products, new brands, trying new things than at other times of year. And we've also seen from research that after, you know, COVID kicked in, that people are more responsive then as well, because again, all of our habits from the beginning of March, were upended mm. and changed. So if we've got a time of year when people are more open than usual and a time in our lives when that's happening, 
that that means that we've got a real receptiveness to trying new things. And so when you aren't going to have people, you know, walking the high street as much, when you aren't going to have, you know, those browsing behaviors happening in store, I think we're seeing store conversion rates are going up, but foot traffic is down. So if you're going to go to a store, you know what you're getting. Um, and it is a directed visit uh, to try to minimize the amount of time that you're mm -hmm. in there. So then the discovery that's going to happen is you're just wandering the aisles. That really has to move online. So then thinking about how you can spark connection with people and products and introducing them, whether that's through trusted voices of branded content, working with partners and influencers, or just the ways in which you talk about products and the audiences that you're speaking to and marketing to. So it's, you know, especially at Christmas during a gift giving time, my profile of what I'm looking at shifts dramatically. Um, so I'm not just shopping for myself as, you know, a single woman in, living in London. I'm shopping for my sister in California who has four young children. And you better believe I'm shopping for all four of those kids <laughs> and for my other sibling in New York and their son and for my parents and my friends. And so it's the, what I, what my profile looks like sort of blows up at that time of year. And if retailers just continue marketing to who your, who their core is for the whole rest of the year, then I get missed. So true. Right? So, so really thinking about how you open the aperture on who you are targeting. You can use things like machine learning and the predictive algorithms that we have to be able to help products find people um, when they're in the market for it without them having to look like the, you know, the customer segmentation that you've always done. So being, being a bit more creative with that, I think will be a good approach for this Christmas as well. Fantastic. And uh, how about panic buying and last minute shopping when it comes to Christmas mm. and the whole um, whole idea of, you know, the husbands of the world going out on Christmas Eve to get their loved ones their presents. And um, I, I haven't seen it so much on Christmas, but Valentine's Day always makes me laugh because there's uh, yes. a forest on my walk home and there's always such a huge queue about 5pm <laughs> um, on the night of with full of guys looking very hopeless. But <coughs> just in general, you know, the, it, panic buying, oh my goodness, that person that um I completely forgot about that auntie and you know I've got to get it in the post in time to get that because I won't be seeing them all all that kind of the manicness of shopping at mm -hmm. Christmas that every single Christmas film has shown us in times gone by what, do you think <laughs> that's um going to happen this year or do you think well, we're just going to have to be a bit more organized I, I think I think we're gonna oh boy I think it'll be a little bit of a mixed bag I think people are procrastinators mm. <laughs> whether we are in a pandemic or not. So I, I would love to say that we will all be horribly organized and not have any last minute rush. I, shoot. I'd love to say that I will be that organized. <laughs> um, I, I think there will still be the last minute flurry. Mm -hmm. um, but I think the, the shipping volume and what delivery means um, is going to be critically important. So really paying attention to, and therefore, retailers being very upfront about um, shipping deadlines. Um, and I think once we get on the other side of, of last ship, then it's going to be a matter of what do, what does click and collect look like? If you're going to have the good fortune of being with the people that you're looking to buy for at the last minute. Um, and if not, I know gift cards usually see a really significant push um, in those last, last few days, but I'll tell you what the, the delivery 
capabilities here in the UK absolutely knocked my socks off when I moved <laughs> from the US two and a half years ago. Truly. I mean, admittedly, that is because, you know, I was living in California and would shop, you know, one of my favorite brands is L.L. Bean and their one distribution center is in Maine, which is about as far away from Northern California as you can get and still be in, <laughs> still be in the U.S. So admittedly, the, the smaller geography helps us. But I think the, the expectations of the consumer here are incredibly high and therefore the, uh, the resources that, that most retailers have here are just tremendous. I mean, I have made... I made a purchase at, I think it was like 9.30 at night um, from Look Fantastic of, you know, face wash and shampoo and conditioner and, you know, some lip, blo- lip gloss or something. Um, 9.30 on a Thursday. And it was I didn't pay for expedited shipping. And it was with me the next day, hmm. which is just extraordinary. So I think, you know, we'll, there'll be a big influx of, you know, of of shipping needs because, well, it's Christmas and that happens every single year. But um but I think if we are upfront with people about what the really, truly deadlines are and then, and then can talk creatively about how click and collect can work um, or, or how gift card, gifting uh, gift cards can work. Do you think it's worth um, for retailers to maybe um, maybe they had a deadline of shipping in their mind normally for Christmas and then suddenly mm-hmm. it gets very, very expensive to extend that. Is, is it worth them looking to extend it just for this year only purely for that reason? Because they know that, well, that might, might mean that we'll be, it will give us that competitive edge if we can send it as close to the day as possible. Oh, I would imagine that they're already looking at that. And I'd, I'd love to say that I'm a logistic ex- expert, but <laughs> I definitely am not, I think, but I do think that we will see more, flexibility within that because ultimately I mean this season is always about how we can help to move as much product as we possibly can Um, and so much more of the weight of that is going to be on .com and is going to be on getting products into people's homes but that's also where you know we're seeing brands repurposing their store fleet to a degree as distribution centers Yes, of course. And so, you know, if if you're not going to have as many people in the stores, you know, that is a massive, massive item on your P&L um, for the, the store fleet. So making sure that that square footage is working for you and is profitable for you. And if that means that picking and packing or having, you know, using a store as a DC uh, for people to come get stuff from or to ship stuff out from, I think makes a world of sense. And because we've been in this for six months now, good gracious, um, in fact, I think the last day I was in the office was six months ago tomorrow. So that's oh, that's, that's a milestone. So I'm going to keep on going. No, anyway, don't think about it too much. Don't think about it too much. <laughs> Buy something else to look fantastic. Make yourself feel better. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Um, they always do. Um, but I, but I think because we have some time under our belts now, you know, there's we're not coming into this fresh. You know, I think it is in as much as we can look for a silver lining of this year. Um, it's that we aren't starting right now. No, that is true. If we, it would be yeah. a very different Christmas if it was all starting now. Very, very. So I will take that that one small. You have to squint to look for it. Kindness. I'll yes, take it. we've do, we've been doing a lot of squinting for those kindness, but the, <laughs> when you do start looking for them, there's a few of them about. So um, it's very it's true. not it's not to- totally terrible. And Beth, <laughs> this has been so insightful. I hope our um, listeners are getting as much out of it as I am. I've got one more question for you before I let let you go, which yes. is: What's the one 
buzzword that's circulating your industry at the moment that's um you're 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 hearing on your zoom calls or you're mm-hmm. seeing in emails or you're hearing on webinars that's really driving you a bit nuts and you wish you could just ban it unprecedented oh yes yes like i would love to say that you're first person to say that but <laughs> unprecedented times yes yes, yes. I'm, I'm deeply unoriginal with that but i think it's it's just everywhere. It's just absolutely everywhere. I think we can just acknowledge this is a weird year. (laughs) I'm going to start saying that instead, instead of in these unprecedented times, it'll be in this weird year. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. And also for me, the unprecedented side of things, it's, it's been used across the board. Obviously, it's an unprecedented times, but people are using it for almost positive things and negative things. And I'm trying to spin it and it's just been (laughs) totally overused. So I'm 100% with you on that buzzword. That's the one. That's the one. Oh, Beth, thank you so much for joining us on this uh, week's episode of the podcast. Um, we uh, look forward to a um, hopefully a very lovely and safe Christmas for everybody. And we've still got a bit of time yet. So hopefully there's some tips there that the retailers can take on board going into this very, very crazy and weird season. Um, <laughs> to our listeners out there, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Retail Ramble podcast. We'll be back with you with another episode the week after next. Until then, goodbye. It's safe to say that most of us have been doing more online shopping recently. And if you're an e-commerce brand, that means you might be seeing more first-time customers. But once they've made that first purchase, how do you keep them coming back? That's what Klaviyo is for. Klaviyo is the ultimate email and SMS marketing platform for e-commerce brands. It gives you the tools to build your contact list, send memorable emails, automate key messages and more. Way, way more. Whether you're launching a new business or taking your brand to the next level, Klaviyo can help you get growing faster and it's free to get started. Visit klaviyo.com forward slash ramble to create your free account. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash ramble.